Hey, Roxine viewers, listeners, uh, i just tell you a quick story about how what really made me play music and what really got me into the whole thing was when I was a kid, I was about four years old in the 50s and I had big teenage sisters and Elvis Presley came on TV and I sat there and watched him go nuts. And even at four years old, I thought, wow, that's really cool. And, but mainly, I really dug the music. Like, I really liked Elvis when he first came out because it was different. My dad listened to country and western all the time. <clears throat> so when I was about five or six, that was, you know, early on then. But then when I was about nine or ten, I had this little paper route and I got paid first month and I went and I bought Elvis Presley's single and I didn't even have a record player. That's you know how impressed I was with you know the whole thing about being you know a rock star. I mean we, we didn't call them rock stars back then but Elvis Presley was uh, probably the first one that did that to me. Then I remember going over to my uncle's house and he had a guitar and he opened it up and he, he didn't know how to play very good but he he started playing it and I saw those little dots on the neck and those little dots were like wow you push on those and it, and it makes that sound, you know? So I thought you push the dots to, to get the noise out of the guitar. So the first time I got to touch a guitar, I started pushing on them dots and nothing happened. And that intrigued the hell out of me. I'm saying, whoa, what's going on here, you know? So that's really what made me start playing guitar, was a curiosity about how, how that noise come out of it. And I was never attracted to piano. You know, I'd look at the black, white keys, yeah, it looked too complicated to me. I thought I could play guitar, and I liked the idea of holding it and standing up like Elvis did. So that's the road I took, and, and just one thing led to another, and I, I fell in love with music, and I fell in love with playing guitar and uh, singing songs, and then I started writing songs, and uh, next thing you know, I was a rock star. Uh, I think the first record that I bought as an album was probably the Rolling Stones' first album, or 12 by 5, somewhere around there, and they came to... Uh, they came to San Bernardino Swing Auditorium uh, as their first American concert, and I went. As for, I don't think I was old enough to drive. My friend was driving. I don't think I was, but I might have been. Anyway, we walked in, and I saw the Stones. I said, "That's it. I'm going to do that," you know. And and then I became, you know, from Elvis era to more of a Beatles Stones era, the whole English invasion. And then um, I never really thought about being a great guitar player. I just used a guitar to play songs so I could sing. And then I uh, saw Cream their first American performance and I bought the Fresh Cream album and I, I got my first guitar and I learned every song on the Fresh Cream album and I learned to play every lick Eric Clapton played, every solo, note for note, wore out records on a record player. So that was the first real musical experience where I decided I wanted to be a singer and a guitar player and uh, you know and, and do be a lead guitar player and lead singer. So uh, I'd say Cream is a great big influence for that. <clears throat> The rock scene in the 80s was uh, the heyday, man. That was when we had more fun being rock stars. Anyone that missed out on the 80s and the 90s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, that, that 30 years, I was part of all that, 73 Montrose all the way through. And uh, that's the highlight of my life as far as saying, playing the, the role of a rock star, living the life of a rock star, driving the fast cars, having all the women, the drugs, the rock and roll, making you know all the money spending it on anything and everything, living carefree, didn't think about tomorrow, really, really throwing the party. The 80s were it, man. <laughs> you know, the groupies, it was all true. It was beyond your wildest dreams. And uh, I don't think that is really the same scene going on today, but there's a good scene going on right now. Rock's having a pretty good little resurgence, I think. When I started 
getting my original trip together, I wanted to be a San Francisco style band with the, when the Grateful Dead and Big Brother and Holding Company and Quicksilver Messenger Service and those kind of bands were around. I wanted to be one of those kind of bands. They seemed to be, to me, more my style than the glitter glam LA strip thing. So uh, I came back into Van Halen later after all that came and went. They went that route. I went San Francisco and we came together. It was a nice little blend because I think the San Francisco scene was pretty soulful. You know, the, those people were really having a good time and, and playing real music, you know, and it was less Hollywood pretentious, like, oh, you need a hit. Those bands didn't even care about a hit, you know. Most of them just wanted to play and jam. They were kind of more jam bands, and I was always that kind of guy. When men dressed like women, yeah, that was a trip. I was part of that scene, and it was like I used to shop at women's stores. I'd go buy women's clothes, women's shoes, not like dresses, but, you know, like tops and things, you know. And because uh, guys, men's stuff that before then there was no cool men's stuff. The the hair bands in the 80s and that whole thing created a fashion for men. Finally, to the men's stores started making cool men's clothes and cool men's shoes. You know, platforms and, and and high boots and all that. You know, you couldn't buy those things. They didn't make them for men. So in London, you could once in a while. You know, they'd make a velvet jacket or something. But yeah, it was a trip. That was. Uh, you had to really invent your own stuff if you wanted to go that route in the early days. Uh, it, was, it was cool. It was fun dressing up like that, you know, getting and putting a costume on and going out on stage. Now that part of rock was is really fun. It, got, it would get old to me now at my age if I was dressing up, you know, and, and doing... <laughs> like if I had to get in those KISS costumes every night, I'd, I'd be going, oh, not again, please. But it was fun for a while because you get to play a role you know you, you act like somebody you're not you can play a role and playing a role sometimes is fun it's like like having sex you know with the mask on this is rock scene magazine 1977 may issue and look who's on the back that's me from an album called the red it's really just a sammy hagar album uh but it was the uh, red album and uh, shot by hypnosis album cover had the song red on there and uh, there you go, 77, and I'm still here, and I ain't going nowhere. We actually am going somewhere, going everywhere.